Welcome to The Daily Diagnosis, a healthy lifestyle podcast provided by Ogden Clinic. We're your prescription for health-centered conversation, stories, and advice. Hosted by myself, Parker Shaw, and featuring the talented providers of Ogden Clinic, you'll reach a positive prognosis for your podcast addiction by listening to The Daily Diagnosis. everybody welcome back to the daily diagnosis once again you are here with parker from the marketing team and tim from the marketing team and dr curtis wolf yes we are back with dr curtis wolf we're excited to have him back on the podcast um dr wolf we know that it's fall which means a lot of things for you as a doctor but maybe taking this from a lighter standpoint um what do you guys do are you guys going to dress up for halloween are you guys decorating your office or anything like that You know, they are decorating the office, and I'm new at this clinic, so I don't know their policy (laughs) on dressing up. I will tell you, when I was in medical school, I was at a VA hospital, and it was Halloween, and I wasn't dressed up, but all the nurses were, and there was a code. Oh, no. And there was this guy who was, they coded him, they were doing CPR on him, and he didn't make it. And the last thing he saw was a witch oh, and a bunch of people dressed oh, in Halloween no. costumes. And, I, and so I've never dressed up for Halloween at work since that you know time. <laughs> I feel like that brings, that makes a lot of sense to me now. <laughs> I just always thought of that poor guy looking up and the last thing he saw were these guys dressed like monsters and wondering if he had, had gone to hell. Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> so. Well, awesome. Well, I guess, you know, it being fall, one thing that's really common that we wanted to talk about today uh, is flu shots. Oh, yeah. And we know that, you know, I think they're great, but I think there's a lot of misconceptions about the flu shot that mm-hmm. sometimes it does more harm than good. And we wanted to get your professional opinion on what you think about those. Yeah. Well, probably the biggest misconception about the flu shot is that you can get the flu from the flu shot. There's really no way you can get influenza directly from the flu shot. The flu shot, they make it every year, it has no live virus in it. So it's flu virus parts. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it'll give you an immune response to influenza, but it does not have any live viruses in it. So you can't get the flu from the flu shot. Every, Every year I have somebody that tells me, that every time I get the flu shot, I get sick. And I have to assume, there's enough people that have told me that, that I have to assume that there is something to that, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I have a few theories. You know, we give the flu shot uh, in the fall, right when the cold season starts. And so it definitely could be a coincidence that you, uh, you get the flu shot and uh, then you get a cold. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely the True. time of year that you're going to get a cold, and the flu won't protect you against the common cold. So you could get both and just you could hate get, your life for a couple yeah. weeks. I mean, the common cold is not you're not getting the protection from the rhinovirus, which is the common cold virus. Another thing is a lot of times people do get the flu shot a little late. They don't think about getting it until December when we're right. the, when they, they first know somebody who gets the flu shot who gets the flu is well I better get the flu shot mm-hmm. when you get the flu shot it's two weeks before you're really going to have immunity oh, really so if you get the flu shot and you've get exposed in that two weeks you could get the flu mm-hmm. also with the flu shot you 
there's you could be getting some experiencing some uh, reaction that is just the immune response itself. You know, you get a sore arm. Yeah. You, you can get maybe some headaches, maybe a low-grade fever, but not the full-blown flu. But that, And that's not an infection. That's just kind of the immune response itself. Those are just theories I have about why these people swear they get sick every time they get the flu shot. <laughs> oh, I've heard that. One thing that, that, you can't, that I can say is you can't directly get the flu from the flu shot. Okay. So so myth busted. That that one that one for sure. As far as you know, people wondering if you know the flu shot if it's worth it. The flu shot is very very safe. Every like everything I every shot that I give has some potential complications, but the flu shot is actually pretty safe. There are rare allergic reactions to it. It used to be we'd ask everybody if they were allergic to eggs. We still ask about that because they make the flu vaccine on eggs. And so oh. there's a potential if you have a bad allergic reaction to eggs mm. that you can have it. Now it is so rare that if you've only had hives when you eat eggs, they let you get the shot without any, without any real precautions. If okay. you've had a really bad reaction to eggs, like stop breathing, you can still get the flu shot, but we watch you for a little while in the clinic. Yeah. Right. The really the only uh, dangerous uh, complication from the flu shot is an extremely rare complication called Guillain-Barre. If you've ever heard of that, it's a neurologic condition. Your immune uh, immune system starts uh, attacking your nerves. It's uncommon, and we don't know the people who get it how many of them. It's actually from the flu shot because it just kind of randomly happens. Right, and so they estimate that maybe one in a million flu shots could lead to Guillain-Barre. Most people who get Guillain-Barre are going to recover completely. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's probably not a big concern, but it is, if somebody has ever had Guillain-Barre, that is one of the contraindications to getting flu shots. One of the few contraindications to getting a flu shot is if you've had a bad allergic reaction to the shot itself or if you've ever had Guillain-Barre. I have one question so. about um, just the experience of getting the flu shot. I've, at some years, it seems like it's been uncomfortable. Other years, I've hardly felt it. This year in particular, I, I really don't think I felt it at all. I mean, is that just the nurses? I am or? not going to throw any nurses under the bus here. <laughs> okay. No way. But is there a difference between the, the, the shot itself? The shot should be similar year to year. But, okay. yeah, there's been a couple years. I, I can't argue with you here that I've had a sore arm. <laughs> Last couple of years, I did not even feel it. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the shot for the nurse, <laughs> I'm, but I'm definitely not going to blame any nurse. Okay. So. so what other misconceptions do you hear of commonly uh, from a, uh, as a doctor about okay. the flu shot? One, thing, one reason people might not get the flu shot is because they, they think that they could just avoid getting the flu. And just safe. You know, just be safe. Don't be around sick people. Who wants to be around sick people, right? <laughs> right. Or I just won't go in the cold. Well, one of the reasons that influenza spreads so well is that um, for two to three days after you're infectious, you won't have any symptoms. Mm. So you get, you get the flu virus, uh, you're infectious, uh, and you're going home, slobbering on your kids, kissing your girlfriend, uh, uh, not washing your hands, and you're spreading that before oh. you even know that you are sick. Wow. 
And then, of course, being, being out in the cold, that's a, a common misconception. Being out in the cold does not uh, cause the flu. I have a theory that because it happens in the winter that probably the flu virus travels better in, in cold air than, than it does in, uh, in warmer air. But I have nothing to back that yeah. up. But it's not really from being in the cold. So you can't. Most people, it would be very difficult unless you wrapped yourself in bubble wrap to actually avoid <laughs> only, the flu right? <laughs> uh, during flu season. So I had always assumed, and I, it sounds like maybe this is incorrect, I had always assumed that, that cold weather had the power to at least, uh, I don't know, make your immune system somewhat compromised for a short time? Or, or? I don't think that we know that. Okay. See, yeah, Eskimos who live... Uh, <laughs> who live just all by themselves out somewhere they don't get colds yeah see you gotta <laughs> what i kind of heard is actually the and maybe i i'm i could be mistaken i'm no doctor but i heard it was because usually in cold cold and flu season when cold when it's colder outside we're spending more time indoors that that is definitely a, a possibility too we're just around people more mm. uh sucking each other's snot and uh <laughs> breathing, breathing the same each other's air. air and yeah exactly so other, other common misconceptions about influenza is that antibiotics help with it. It's a virus, and so um, you know, some people might not be getting the flu shot say, saying, well, if I get the flu, I can just get some antibiotics. We don't have any antibiotics that treat it. We do have some antivirals that are okay. I give them. The, the main one that we use is called Tamiflu. Tamiflu will get you better... It'll make the symptoms probably a little less severe and get you better maybe a day or two sooner than you would otherwise. You know, if you're thinking about how much work you're missing uh, having the flu, that day is a big deal. You right. know, getting, a, getting better a day sooner is a big deal or getting your kids better a day sooner so For you can sure. get back to work is a big deal. Um, so we do have some, and but those antivirals... Work really only work if we catch it in the first two, maybe three days. Okay. So it is important if you do have symptoms that you think are the flu, and I'll talk maybe about to talk a little bit about that. What the? Because there's a lot yeah. of misconceptions about what the what flu is. What are the symptoms? <laughs> People will come in and tell me, "Well, I've I've got the flu," and in my mind, what I'm thinking is, "Okay, if you have the flu, we're talking high fevers, headaches, body aches, stuffy nose, cough." Those, those are really the flu symptoms. Most, a lot of people think that the flu is the stomach symptoms. Mm, definitely. We call people, people call it the stomach flu, but that's usually, you can have some GI symptoms with influenza. It's more common in kids than adults, but actually they're not that common. Okay. A lot of the things that people say are the stomach symptoms are actually different viruses, rotavirus, norovirus, which are absolutely miserable, Yeah. Uh, but not influenza. Uh, and the difference between influenza and a common cold tends to be that, you know, with a common cold, typically, you know, you start off with a scratchy throat and then you gradually get the stuffy nose and, and cough. Influenza, that day you usually feel. It hits it's you like, like a bus. It, yeah, it hits you like the bus and it is you. And I can, a lot of times during flu season, walk in and I can tell the difference between a flu patient cold patient because they just got the glazed look on their eyes and they're absolutely miserable yeah so another going with that i mean the influenza is not just a bad cold uh, a lot of people think why do i want to get a shot for something that's just a bad cold 
you know, influenza is more dangerous than people think. Oh, definitely. You know, there's about 36, I think it's like 30 to 40,000 people a year die from complications of influenza. Usually it's not from the influenza itself. They'll get pneumonia. Yeah. You know, and they'll, and people die from, from complications of influenza. And about 200,000 people end up in the hospital a year with uh, complications of influenza. So it's not trivial. Right. But so, not something, something that we shouldn't yeah. just take lightly and yeah. avoid. Yeah. That's really interesting. Is it possible to get the flu after having gotten the shot? That, uh, yes. That is another misconception about influenza, the influenza shot, is that once you get the shot, you're in the clear, and you can go hang out with, with everybody, and they can cough in your face. <laughs> you know, the, they make a new flu shot every year. And they base that flu shot on the common uh, strains of influenza that happened the year before. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and it is a bit of a uh, educated guess. Some right. years it is a good match and some years it is a bad match. Influenza is an interesting virus. It mutates a lot faster than other viruses. So when, if you got your measles, mumps, rubella shot when you are a kid, Chances are you could be around. You could be in a whole room of somebody with measles and you're not going to get it. The flu virus mutates every year really quickly. And so we have different strains every year. And so on a good year, if the match is good for the flu shot, we're still actually looking at about 60%. Oh, really? Yeah. When wow. I Even if I get my flu shot, if I have during flu season and I see somebody with fever and stuff in my in the room i put a mask on yeah it's so smart. better to be safe yeah and so on a, and on a bad year we've had some bad years where we had not really good coverage yeah and so some people might say well if i'm only getting 60 percent coverage why should i even get it 60 percent if we have a 60 percent drop and it's something that is could be dangerous that has very few risks i'm getting it yeah so yeah. <laughs> i that's good enough. That's a, good enough for me, right? Yeah. Well, kind of associated with flu, cold and flu season, we wanted to talk about, I mean, hit the cold part of that, um, mm-hmm. RSV and colds. It's common at this time of year for people to experience that. And what would be some, I don't know, some, I, we can't wrap ourselves up in bubble wrap or anything, but yeah. if you could give some um, pointers or tips for people to avoid the flu and colds and RSV, how mm-hmm. would you suggest that we go about that? You know, the common cold, most of the common cold viruses are going to be spread more by droplets than in the air. Influenza is the different one. In, influenza is airborne, so if you're in close proximity to somebody, you could get it. Um, but I usually tell people, you know, with the cold, you're not going to, uh, just by sitting in the same room with somebody, you're not likely to get it unless they're coughing directly in your face. And so the, the, big, the thing that's helped more than anything is hand washing. You got to be washing your. I tell my patients, wash your hands and don't get your spit or snot on anybody. That's good, is the, good advice. <laughs> is the best way to do that. Um, yeah, that's 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 the best way Keep that we have. Clean. But it's it's hard to do that. It is. People have an app, and this is something a lot of people don't know. They they say, you know, this happens to me every year. And I said, <laughs> you know, people have an average of two to four colds a year. Oh wow. So okay. so yes, if you're getting 
If you're getting one, if this happens to you every year, then you're, if you only have one, then you're below average. That's great. So, I'm, I feel like I'm yeah. below average. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's good. I feel like sometimes me and my wife, we get, sometimes we get called germophobic because we carry around hand sanitizer or we're, we're wiping down yeah. stuff, washing our hands all the time. But I think it, it helps. It definitely does help. So I think it makes it, that's, that has been shown. Hand washing. Hand washing. That's is your important. biggest thing. Is sanitizer as reliable as hand washing? That for most viruses, it is fine. Okay. Yeah, that, the alcohol-based hand sanitizers will kill most viruses. The reason I put that because there are some spores and and bacteria and stuff that you really ought, ought to be washing your hands it's for. Point zero one percent that yeah, hand sanitizer doesn't yeah, kill. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, but for the most part, like for me, I can't. I I have eczema. If I scrubbed my hands with soap and water every time I saw a patient, then I'd have hamburger hands. And mm-hmm. so the yeah. alcohol-based ones uh, are pretty good. That's good yeah. to know. Pretty good for that. Yeah. Perfect. So, Doctor Wolf, what's the typical course for taking care of your cold? You know, a cold lasts an average of seven to ten days. The cough from a cold can last longer. Average of 18 days. Yikes. A lot of times people don't realize that. And so they're, you know, everything else is better, but I'm still coughing. I must have, I must be really sick. And and you could be, but don't be surprised if the cough lasts longer than the rest of the symptoms. A lot of people want me to uh, nip the cold in the bud. They come in after they've had the stuffy nose for two days and they say, I, I just don't have time for this. I, I need you to fix it. And unfortunately, with the common cold, we don't have any bud nippers for, for colds. We can treat it symptomatically, but pretty much it has to run its course. That doesn't mean that if you're really sick that you shouldn't come into the doctor because there are some things that we can at least try to help with the symptoms, keep you comfortable while you're getting better from the cold. But yeah, once again, antibiotics won't help. Uh, they just, just don't. Let it run its yeah. course. Yeah, so... And we don't have any antivirals for most of the other common cold viruses like we do for the flu. Awesome. I have some friends who had young children uh, who uh, their children experienced RSV. Is Mm. that common? RSV, it is one of the other cold viruses. You can get it as an adult also, Mm -hmm. Um, but it it tends to be young children, younger than two Okay. that are going to get really sick from it. Usually when people talk about RSV, what, they're think, what they are uh, talking about is bronchiolitis, okay. which is, you know, the virus actually gets in those little babies' small airways and they get really inflamed. And they're, they're the ones that end up in the hospital uh, with respiratory therapy working on them and uh, uh, helping them out with their breathing, getting on oxygen. It, you can't avoid that any more than you can the other colds. But, you know, with infants, if you have an infant uh, around, uh, you know, it's the winter season, early yeah. spring, uh, you got to take all those precautions that we talked about in the RSV season. And I wouldn't take a newborn out in too many public places. Don't let, them, let the family pass them around and slobber all over them during cold season. <laughs> yeah, so, that's good advice. Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, Dr. Wolf, thank you again for coming on the podcast today to give us some more information about the flu and uh, those common misconceptions. We're we're really grateful for your advice uh, for, and I'm sure our audiences as well. So for those of you that have tuned into today's episode for more information about Dr. Wolf, visit us at ogdenclinic.com. And thank you for listening to The The Daily Daily Diagnosis. Diagnosis.
Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of The Daily Diagnosis. We're so happy that you joined us today. If you would like to find more information about Ogden Clinic, our providers or locations, visit us at ogdenclinic.com. If you're listening today from Apple Podcast app, make sure you leave us a review or subscribe so you can receive more information about the different episodes that we post. We love getting feedback from our audience, so those reviews are priceless to us. If you also would like to shout us out on social media, our Instagram handle is at Ogden Clinic. You can also send us a DM if there's a topic that you would like our providers to cover, and we really look forward to hearing from you. We post episodes weekly, so tune in next week, and we can't wait to be with you again. Have a great week.